Welcome. Thanks for joining us today on the Venture Podcast. We hope this message encourages you and inspires you along your journey. Merry Christmas. I hope you're having a great Christmas day. Maybe you're still in your pajamas. I thought about filming this in my pajamas, but then I thought better of it. Nobody wants to see that on Christmas morning. But Christmas in the Lundy household, it's always a big day. Having so many kids, having seven kids and now extended with son-in-laws and, and grandchildren, it's a great time for us to celebrate together. And Lee works so hard to provide a great experience. And, and we love all the presents. Uh, when our kids wake up in the morning, a lot of times we'll take the wrapping paper and block the hallway so that they have to break through it and come in. And they see the presents that came in the night and the stockings that are full. And then we take a, a long time just to unwrap the presents under the tree. The reality is at Christmas, we all love gifts. And today, I just want to remind you, Christmas is about a gift. It's about the gift. And if you look at the Christmas story, right at the center of the story is a gift. And I'm not just talking about what the wise men brought, their gifts. I'm talking about the gift from God that was wrapped for us. In fact, the angels told the shepherds, as you go into the city, you'll find a baby wrapped in cloths, lying in a manger. The special gift that Jesus is. And today is a day to reflect on that, to be excited about it, to remember it. I love the way Paul puts it in 2 Corinthians 9.15. He says, thanks be to God for his indescribable gift. He says, this gift is so great, it's so awesome, you really can't describe it completely. And I think today's a great day to just reflect on the indescribable gift that's given to us in Jesus. You know, as I think about that gift, here's some of the parts that comes with it. The first part, it's the gift of his presence. The gift of his presence. The gift of the fact that he's actually with us. That's what that word Emmanuel means. All those years, the children of Israel would cry out, Emmanuel, God be with us. And on Christmas Day, that cry was fulfilled. That prayer was answered in a way they never could have imagined that God would be with us and actually be one of us. And because Jesus came personally, he makes a promise that if you have a relationship with him, he's always with us. He promised us. He, he said, I will never leave you. I'll never forsake you. Maybe some of you need to unwrap that part of the gift today. That God's with you. You're not alone. You know, after a hard year, after a hard season, it, it's easy to feel lonely. Maybe even at a soul level, you feel lonely, even though you're surrounded by other people. Know this today. He gives you the gift of his presence through Jesus Christ. The second part of the gift is the gift of understanding. The gift of understanding. Not just his presence, but he understands us. That he was actually one of us. The word became flesh. God became a human. And Hebrew 4 makes this great promise when it talks about Jesus. It says Jesus is one who, who we don't have a high priest who does not empathize with us in our weakness. 
Because he was tempted in all ways as we are, yet without any sin. Here's what that verse is saying. Jesus sympathizes. Jesus empathizes. Jesus understands everything in your life, everything that you face, every temptation that we might give into, even though he didn't give into it. Here's what he's saying in that. Jesus gets you. He understands you. He understands your life. He understands your circumstances. And sometimes for all of us, we can kind of look around and go, does anybody know what I'm going through? Does anybody understand what I'm feeling? Does anybody get me? Here's what Christmas tells us. Jesus understands. Jesus gets you. Maybe you need to unwrap that part of the gift today. The third part of the gift is the gift of grace. The gift of grace. He brings grace into the world. You know, this time of year, one of our favorite characters is Santa Claus. And we love Santa Claus. Celebrate in that. And and yet, and hear me, kids, if you're listening to this, I want you to hear this. Jesus is so much greater than Santa Claus. And and here's one of the reasons I say this. You know, Santa Claus gives a lot of gifts, but he always keeps a list, doesn't he? He always has a naughty list and a nice list. And you got to work real hard so that you can be on the nice list and get those gifts. Here's what the Bible says about us, though. All of us are on the naughty list. And it's not just naughty. It, it's talking about the things we do wrong. It's talking about sin. And Romans 3 says all have sinned. Everybody sinned and fell short of God's standard, God's list of what it means to be good. None of us are on the good list. In Romans 6, 23, says the wages, what you earn from that sin, is actually death. But I love the second half of that verse. Because Paul immediately turns around and he says, but the gift of God is eternal life in Jesus. God gives us not what we deserve, not what we earned, but through grace. He gives us the gift of eternal life in Jesus. That's why Paul says in Ephesians 2, for by grace you've been saved through faith. That not of yourself. You didn't do anything to get on the right list. It is the grace of God. It is the gift of God that's given in Christ. Today we have the the gift of his presence and the gift of his understanding and the gift of his grace. And the final thing I hope you unwrap and I hope you experience is it's a gift of love. It's a gift of love to you and me. And you know it's a great gift of love when somebody sacrificed to give it. You know, there was a young girl in 1942 in Poland, Jewish girl, Gerda Weissman, who was captured by the Germans. And she was sent to a Nazi concentration camp. And she lived in that camp for three years. And then at the end of that time, she was forced to go on a 350-mile march that she amazingly survived. She was liberated by American soldiers. And when they found her, she was only 68 pounds as an 18-year-old young woman. You know, in one of the most improbable love stories of all time, Gerda Weissman actually fell in love with the American soldier that found her, Kurt Klein. And the two of them got married, and she was able to come to the United States. 
If you go to Boston at the Holocaust Memorial, they have six big glass towers. And on each of them, they tell a different story. Most of them, the horrors of the war. But on the last tower, Gerda tells a story that she entitled One Raspberry. That one day while she was in the camp, her childhood friend Ilsa, who was also there, found a raspberry, a fresh, ripe raspberry in a camp where everyone's starving. And Ilsa took that berry and she hid it. And she kept it all day. She found a leaf. She wrapped it in a leaf. And she gave it to Gerda. Gerda said, can you imagine what that gift meant to me? Now, to you, a raspberry may not seem like much. But when a raspberry is all you have, and you gave it to your friend. And she wrote this line in the story. She said, the true measure of a gift is what you gave up to give it. The true measure of a gift is what you're willing to give up in order to give it. Guys, today, we have a gift from God. And He loved us so much He gave his son. Jesus loves us so much, he gave his life. True measure of a gift. It's what you gave up to give it. And he gave up everything for you and for me. It's a great gift that we celebrate. And I would encourage you today, would you do two things? One, Receive the gift. Receive it. You know, as a dad, I love giving my gifts, gifts to my kids. I love it. It's one of my favorite things. I love the joy it brings them. I love because I know what it means to them. And I couldn't fathom if I gave a great gift and I gave it to my child and they wouldn't open it. They wouldn't even look at it. They wouldn't receive it. I would encourage you today. Receive the gift of Jesus. Receive the gift that he not only came in the world, but he died on a cross. And he gave up everything so that you could be forgiven. So that you could experience it. Receive it. And the second thing I'd just ask everybody to do today, take some time to thank him. Maybe right now as we finish this, you just stop and you thank him in prayer. Maybe as a family, you spend some time praying and thanking him for the gift. And as you thank him, do this. Thank him for the gift of his presence. Thank you, Jesus, for being with me. Thank you. Thank him for the gift of his understanding. Thank you, Jesus, for understanding me. Thank him for the gift of his grace. Thank you, Jesus, for your grace to me. And thank him for the gift of love. Thank him for his love for you and for me. Let's pray together. Jesus, we do thank you. We thank you for Christmas. We thank you that you're the gift. You're what it's all about. We thank you for the gift you are to our lives. We thank you for the gift you are to our world. And right now, Jesus, I want to thank you. Thank you for being with me, your presence. 
thank you for understanding me, your sympathy and empathy. Thank you for your grace to me, giving me what I don't deserve. And thank you for your love for me, the true measure of your gift of what you were willing to give up to give to me. And so today, we celebrate. We celebrate with you. We thank you. We thank you for the joy that you have brought that only you could bring and how it has changed our world. And we pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. We hope today's message encouraged you in your journey of faith. To keep up with the latest messages and what's happening, make sure to subscribe to this podcast and visit venture.cc.